Hello, Mama! I'm excited to be here with you today, and I'm excited for the series that we're, little mini-series we're in the middle of about postpartum preparation. We're just going through all of the different ways that we can get prepared for the postpartum period and for birth, and um, you know, I'm not an expert on this, but I have had two babies. My third is due in less than a month, and so I'm just excited to share my experience with you of what um, what God has showed me, what I've learned, what, what I've found. Um, and I don't know, I, I, maybe I just feel excited because this is happening to me right now and it's making me think about it, but it really does bring me joy thinking about it because, you know, it's, it, there's just so much good to it and it can be such a challenging time, um, in so many ways, right? Our bodies physically are going through so much mentally. We're, we're lacking sleep. That also goes into the physical, obviously, but it also gets to our emotions. It gets to, um, how we're thinking straight. It gets to our, um, anger, right? Like our, our triggers and, and we can easily get more angered. It, it gets into the physical aspects of our house and the chaos that can come from it. Like there's, there's so much that can come in this period that is really challenging. And so as much as we can prepare for it, I think it is so important. And this means every facet of preparation, both, uh, you know, today we're continuing to talk about the physical aspect, meaning the environment that we are in, the the physical tools we are using, right? We want to have the best tools. We want to have the best environments to be in. And then we're going to also touch on in the future um, how to prepare mentally our minds and our hearts. And then we're going to talk about how to prepare spiritually. And if if we can get excited and be expectant for this time, it's going to change it. Now, it doesn't mean it's not going to be hard. It's it's absolutely going to be hard. Like there's no getting around that. Is it is challenging. But the more that we can anticipate that and and feel prepared in in every way, the better it's going to go, and the more joy that we're going to have in the middle of it. And so I hope uh, for all of you expectant mamas, or maybe you're going to. Ex- you know, want to have another kid in the future. Maybe you're just, you know, love to hear all of the details because it makes you remember back when you had your babies. Whyever you're here, I hope that you get some tangible, tactical tools today that can help you in your postpartum time. And so today we're continuing um, our discussion of the physical aspect of preparation and what I mean by that, because there's a lot of ways you could prepare physically. And I'm not necessarily talking about, um, you know, how to go to the chiropractor and get all of your body ready. I'm more talking about these physical environments that we live in, the organization, the, the tangible tools that we need, the people we need around us to help us. And so we're continuing that conversation today and then just keep tuning in for the rest of this mini series. And we're going to go a little bit deeper. Today's very like surface level, go buy these products or get this thing ready. Um, which I don't know. I love both kinds. I'm a deep person, but I also love a good product and I love a good system and organization. So I hope you're with me. Um, I'm excited to dive into this today with you. Let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. 
Um, another category, another area you wanna get stocked is your bathroom. So we're just talking about their bathroom, right? Their, their diaper changing area. Um, and then you wanna get your bathroom stocked. So a few things that I have loved um, that have helped me, um, there's the Frida baby stuff, but I think it's called Frida Mom. I don't know, the Frida brand. And there's like these ice pads that you, um, they're like pads, but they ice, you know, down there. And it's the best um, for postpartum if you have vaginal birth. So I highly recommend getting those. They are amazing. Um, and then also get yourself some like good pads. Um, the hospital gives you these big old bulky ones. There are way better options out there. I usually use those cause they're free and I'm like, okay, that's great. But then, um, very quickly I switched to like a thinner one that absorbs just as well. They are amazing. Uh, the ones that I have been using for years are the always infinity flex foam pads. Um, extra heavy, you know, cause postpartum gets a little crazy. So yes, you're welcome. If you have not figured out, um, that those exist, they're pretty great. Okay. The last thing to get your bathroom area stocked, and um, this might not go exactly in your bathroom, but nearby is just cozy clothes for the season you're in. So we talked about the robe and that, and that can be great. But I know also if it's a winter month, you might want a little bit more clothes than that, or if people are coming over. And so just get some like, um, Clothes you feel good in, but that are cozy, easy to wear around the house for whatever season you're in and just have those ready and um, have like a few extra pairs. I know after my daughter was born, I had the most horrendous night sweats. And so I had to change my clothes like three or four times a night. Um, and I was doing laundry literally every day. It was, it was awful. I, I really pray I don't have those this time. <laughs> Cause I would literally just wake up multiple times a night to feed my baby and it would be literally drenched. And so I needed extra sheets, extra blankets, extra clothes. And so just have some of those clothes ready, some extra sheets ready for yourself. Um, get yourself ready. Hopefully you don't have that either. I'm praying you don't. Okay. That's kind of like the basics, um, of what your bathroom is going to look like. You're also going to need those things I talked about that come from the hospital, the witch hazel pads, the, the dermoblast spray, the little squeezy bottle, um, all of those things. But, um, we already talked about that, but make sure those are in your bathroom, easy access. You're not scrambling, like just, just make it easy on yourself. Okay. All right. The next station we're going to talk about is the nursing slash pumping station. Now, if you are bottle feeding, that is great. We're going to have an episode talking more in depth about why you do not need to feel guilty about that, but I have not had that experience. And so what I'm sharing today is just from my experience of nursing my babies and what I need in this station. And so what I need is first of all, a great reclining chair. Make sure it is cozy. Make sure it does recline. That's going to help you feed your baby. Um, there's all kinds of like techniques my lactation consultant has showed me about how to recline at the right time, all the latching and everything that happens. But you need that. Make sure it is functional because I, I know I've been tempted in the past uh, to buy like a chair that was really cute, but maybe not as cozy and functional. You need something cozy, functional that reclines. Okay. Next one I recommend is my breast friend pillow. Now this is like a nursing pillow. I, some people don't use nursing pillows. 
this thing has saved my life. It is the best. It can eventually make nursing, uh, kind of hands-free almost can't like walk around, but, um, you know, you can use your hands for reading a book or checking some, you know, sending a text back to a friend or whatever it is. Um, cause you know, it's good to like give our baby kisses and sing to them and stare at them a little bit, but sometimes that is the time that we need to like get some stuff done, reorder some, uh, you know, toilet paper on Amazon, like, <laughs> It's also can be used for that. So I love this pillow for that reason. It helps get my baby in the right nursing position. It's super supportive. I just can't recommend it enough. My breast friend, my, I can't say it. My breast friend pillow. You got to get it. Okay. Um, I also like to, especially since my second child, I like to have my pump ready to go. So I put it over in this nursing station um, ahead of time. The pumps that I use, um, the Spectra 2, that's been really great with both my babies. I also got a, a portable one, the Willow, last time, which is great. It definitely is not as good as the Spectra in terms of, um, you know, fully getting out all the milk. But sometimes it's the best, you know, when you need to be on the go. If you just want convenience, like often I would just use it because it was way more convenient and it was worth it. So um, both were great, but just have them ready. I I found that if I began trying to um, pump like within the first week or two, now talk to your lactation consultant because you don't want to pump too much because then you're going to get oversupply and all of these things. So I'm not the expert here, but what worked for me is once I got my baby on somewhat of a routine, after I put them down, and maybe it was a couple weeks in, I really don't remember what at what point I started, but after I put them down for like the evening, right, I would um, pump one time before I went to bed, right? Going to bed is relative when you have a newborn because it's like, <laughs> you know, you're about to get up in a couple hours. But I I started doing that to one, um, get a little more supply and, and begin to put some milk in the freezer because it one put me on this routine. And then I started building up the stock immediately. And it just, it, it's always my routine, like for the whole duration of the first year when I'm breastfeeding and, and, um, you know, when I'm gone, I'll bottle feed with breast milk. And so I love doing it at that time. It's kind of like my end of the night, like final push. Okay, we're going to do this last thing. And then afterwards, oh, now I can relax and um, just kind of take the night for myself. You know, not if you have a newborn, obviously. But all that to say, it's nice to have a little station initially set up to begin doing this and get on that routine if you want to follow that. Um, This is a little more of an advanced (laughs) thing if you're, you know, trying to figure out a a newborn, a a firstborn, you might not be ready for this, but for any of you that would help you, that is what I do. Um, with a pump, anyone that's using a pump, 1000 million percent, you need a handless bra. I don't know if that's what it's called, but it's like where the pump parts stay there without you holding them hands-free maybe. Um, (laughs) this is essential. You do not want to sit there and hold those for, um, you know, sometimes like 20, 30 minutes, sometimes more like, no. So get that. It's definitely essential. There's some like Kindred Braverly has a really cool one where it's like a regular bra and a pumping bra or it's like a nursing bra slash pumping bra. Uh, but there's also like cheaper versions on Amazon that work just as well. So definitely need that. Um, you're going to need some extra bags, freezer bags for milk. You're going to need a lactation consultant. So I highly recommend this. 
Almost everyone needs one. If you don't, you are blessed and highly favored, and that is amazing. But most of us need a little bit of help. It is so complicated trying to navigate the nursing world. And so find a good one. Um, If you live in my area, I have an amazing one. Danielle Goss, I think her last name is. Um, Yeah, I think I follow her on my Instagram. And so you can go look for her there. She's incredible. Okay, Um, and don't be scared to reach out for help. And even if you don't live in my area in Orange County, California, um, she does do online consultants and I've sent friends to her from other states and it's, it's worked great. So, you know, um, she is an expert, uh, specifically in tongue ties and that has been crucial for me and my nursing journey. So definitely recommend her. Okay. Um, then you're also just going to want like a little special dish tub specifically for your bottles and a little scrubber. Um, because I know for me, this just made it so much easier to do like a batch of bottles all at once or pump parts for that matter, or both. And if you have a little tub that's like only used for bottles, it keeps it sanitary. It makes it way easier to fill it with hot water and soap. Oh, it just reminds me I need to order some, uh, I always get like a special organic, like bottled baby soap when I'm in this phase and now I got to order that again. So thanks for helping me remember that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, the next station, we're going to just whiz through these last three ones really fast. Um, next one is to get the baby room set. Now I wanted to say something about this for a minute. Ideally, obviously you have a beautiful nursery that has a crib and, and the changing table and it's so cute and pretty and perfect and all that. And with my son, I totally was able to do that. And it was great. Now with my daughter, we were running out of space in our house and my mom, you know, wasn't living out here at the time. And so she came to help, um, with my daughter postpartum and she stayed in that room. And so I did not have a beautiful, wonderful nursery. I think I started getting like the decor set up before, but it was not functional as a nursery. There was no crib in there. It was, we put a, you know, a queen bed in there for her. Um, and so that was not possible. And so what we did was we set up this little area in our master bedroom and our master bedroom is, it's not small, but it's not definitely not huge. Um, we moved dressers out of the way and we put it in the corner and I put a changing table and my reclining chair and a little shelf with, you know, all the other things I needed, like pump parts and all of that. I guess that kind of went in the, in the changing table. All that to say, it was this beautiful little corner oasis. I even tried to make it as cute as possible. So it'd be peaceful. And it worked so great because everything was in one spot. It was totally fine to have it in our bedroom. Um, and it just was great. So whether it's the actual room or just a space you're getting set up somewhere, just get it, get it functioning, get it cute, get it peaceful, get it something that you want to be in. You're going to spend a lot of time there, right? This is where you're changing the baby. This is where you're nursing. This is where you're pumping. Like, uh, this is a space that you want to be able to use for yourself and the baby. And really you don't often use their little room for a while anyways. So don't feel pressure to have that. It's okay. I know there's so many pretty Pinterest pictures out there, but it doesn't mean that that is what you need to have. Um, whatever space you can manage, just make it, make it yours, make it nice, make it organized for sure. All right. Uh, the next space, and this is not where I have any expertise, but just a couple things to briefly mention is to get the kitchen stocked. So a lot of people prep all these meals and they're amazing. I have never succeeded at that. I'm not a big cook and it just, it just hasn't happened. Now my mom is amazing. And one of the things she has prepped for me though is chicken tortilla soup. 
I like have the best memories, especially after my son was born of so many days of chicken tortilla soup. And this is so easy. Just throw it like in the containers, in the freezer. It's healthy. I added, you know, avocado on top every time it was the best. And, um, I just have the best memories of that. And so I'm going to make sure if, um, she doesn't that I will. I'm sure if I ask her to though, she would oblige. She's probably listening to this right now. Hopefully I've asked her by now. (laughs) Um, but that's the best. So if you can meal prep, even if it's something so small, um, you know, try and do that because it it will help. I remember, um, a lot of times with my son, when I didn't have those meals, I would survive on lactation cookies, which also came from my mom and they were amazing and they were healthier than most kinds of cookies. Like they had a lot of nutrition in it, less sugar. Um, but I know that's not like a full meal. So, but I do recommend getting some, um, homemaking some, um, um, delicious, healthy lactation cookies because they're the best. Um, if you really want to get crazy into this, my friend, um, highly recommends she's a nutritionalist. There's this, um, organization, this, this business out there called mama meals, and they make really high quality meals for postpartum that you can freeze. They're a little on the pricier side, but if you're going to eat out anyways, this is going to be more nutritional for you. So definitely recommend that. Um, and then also, you know, I think it's a little different now that I have kids, like I I can't just cook for myself, right? Before when I had my son, my husband wasn't there. It was just me cooking for myself and then I'm nursing my son. Now I have two other mouths to feed around the clock. And so I I don't have the luxury of just grabbing a cookie. Um, And so get some easy meals ready for you and your kids. So Trader Joe's has like the best to me things that are somewhat healthy, um, affordable, delicious. So grab some stuff from there. Um, I also just love like easy meals like um, spaghetti. That's a great one. I get like the brown rice quinoa noodles and um, it just makes it a tiny bit healthier and it's, I don't know, I love it. Um, Also just like the jalapeno sausages from Trader Joe's. We live on those things. They're so easy just to um, heat on the stove and put in some like rice and some veggies and it's healthy and delicious and yeah. So just keep it simple. What are some easy meals you can survive on after the baby? Try and think through a few of those things. And then the last thing is just the, um, have stuff ready for smoothies. So I know I have an episode at some point on what I put in my smoothie. I have them every morning still. It's so easy. It starts my day off like with tons of nutrition and protein. Um, and I'm going to continue this postpartum because I know that that's going to be an easy meal to maintain. And I'm going to get that nutrition. My body really needs postpartum. All right, super briefly, the last area is to get your diaper bag ready. You might not need this right away. Um, you know, I, I do hope you go on walks. Walks are something that really helped me stay sane in this time, uh, whether it was by myself or with the baby. It just is the best. Um, and so you might need this for your walks, but, you know, you're probably not going too far right away. But, yeah, get get your diaper bag ready for at least the future. I love buying a new diaper bag with each baby because our diaper bags, I don't know about you, but they get trashed. Like, the zippers stop working. They're filthy. Like... <laughs> It's just time for a new one. You don't have to get anything crazy expensive. Just, you know, refresh that space. Um, and it just makes you feel good too. Excited to, to take something out. Um, get a nursing cover. I, I love my nursing covers. I just tried. I'm trying a new one this time. I don't have it in the mail yet, but I'm getting really excited for it. It's called the AMA nursing cover. By the way, I'm not affiliates for any of these people. I should probably become them because I love their products, but it's, I'm just sharing with you what I use. Um, but this 
Ama cover looks really amazing. It's super cute. It's airy. So if you live in a hot climate, it's supposed to be awesome. I read like a hundred of the reviews. So this is how I know these things before it's arrived in the mail. I'll tell you how that goes, but I'm excited for it. It's uh, Ama, A-M-M-A. And then the last thing is a baby carrier. So um, I, with my firstborn, I have the Ergo baby and I love my Ergo baby when my babies get a little bit bigger, but it was a little challenging at first. It wasn't as cozy. Um, I had the newborn insert for my son, but it just was, was challenging. I didn't use it for a while. Um, and so with my daughter, I got one of the, like the like cozy kind, uh, one of the wraps. Um, the one with her I got, which was so easy and really great was the baby Catan. And I did love that so much. Um, this time I'm trying one of like the wrap kind that you have to tie yourself. I don't know why I felt the need to go this direction, but I'm really excited to try it. I got the, the Soli baby, Soli, I don't know how to say it. Um, and it's supposed to be really airy and light and easy. And so we'll see, I'll keep you posted on that. Whatever you're going to do though, get some kind of, um, baby carrier. I just think it's so awesome for like even walking around the house or, um, you know, if you have other kids, like you're able to go out into the world and function normally. Right. And so just get, um, something that you're going to be able to throw your newborn in and go do life with because it's, uh, it's needed when you have older kids. And and even if you don't, your babies love it. You can get more stuff done around the house or out and about. It is the best. And if you want to like stick to the nap schedule without being confined to your house, naps on the go are the best in it and whatever kind you choose to use. So that is that. All right, mama, those are the spaces that I prepare so that I can be ready postpartum. I can feel organized. I know where things are. I get excited. I, I These things function for me. Um, and so I hope that you feel a little more prepared for whatever kind of child you're welcoming or if you just wanted to listen in uh, for whatever reason. I'm so glad that you're here and I'm excited to get ready for my postpartum period. I hope that this is making you excited for yours. So let me just pray for you. God, I just thank you for these mamas that are expecting and I thank you for the gift of new life, God. And um, God, I just pray that you would um, help us just to physically prepare, God. Help us to just be on top of organization and 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 making our environments this peaceful, excellent place, Lord. And um, yeah, I just thank you for this time that we get to share with our, our babies and our families. And it's just such a blessing, God. And we just praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.